Welcome to another edition of Within WordPress, the podcast about people inside the WordPress community. And with us today is a very good friend of mine, actually, uh, Raquel. Uh, welcome, Raquel. Thank you. Um, Glad to be here. Yeah, well, you should be. It's a, <laughs> it's a fun podcast, and I, uh, I get a lot of positive feedback on the, the guests and all the variety of the guests. So I'm, I'm very happy to have you... Uh, on this episode. Um, the question I ask everyone is where may they know you from? Uh, in the WordPress community, you may know me from one, Phoenix, Arizona, in the US. That is where I reside permanently. Yeah. yeah. Very involved with the community here. But I definitely get around. So I go to a lot of WordCamps and I've been to several WordCamp Europe iterations. So you have been all over the place there, uh, was actually recently in Porto and also Athens. Uh, and I'm sure people might have, might have seen me on the socials or in, uh, the platform formerly known as Twitter. And I'm going to guess still call it that. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> and, it's, it's complicated, I would say. Yes. 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 Um, but you know, Instagram, FB, LinkedIn, all the places. So. I do get around. Those are some places that you might recognize me from. Yeah. So you, you, you briefly mentioned you're very active in the WordPress community in terms of organizing WordCamp Phoenix. How, how long have you been doing that? And, and maybe the bigger question is, how did you get into that? So I've been a volunteer since 2014 or 13. I forget which one exactly, but I've been an organizer since 2015, essentially. Yeah. Uh, for our 2016 iteration. So, um, and the way I got into that, I mean, specifically into organizing WordCamp was the, at the time, the organizers uh, were, this was like in the early years from like 2009 to 2014, it was located in a suburb of Phoenix. And they, it was one of the biggest WordCamps in the entire world at the time. Uh, mm -hmm. This was obviously early on, but I mean, it was definitely a super camp. It was like, 800 people. I mean, in nice. the US, I mean, the only one bigger was, was San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. 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 So they had, um, you know, it was the beginning. Everybody was figuring things out. So the team at the time would just burn and churn. It just kept burning out. So they had approached me at the end of 2014 saying, hey, we really needed a lead org. But I, at the time, considered myself quite a baby with everything. And I, that was when I was, this is a whole other backstory, but I was, just really starting to discover who I was and what my giftings were. And I just wasn't ready. So I yeah. could not actually organize at the time. But then because of that, we had no WordCamp for 2015. And that was enough to cause me some pain, which is why we usually make decisions yeah. to then say, okay, this needs to be done. So me and two others kind of spearheaded that our 2016 iteration, we brought it to like uh, Phoenix proper. And it's been, I mean, honestly, amazing ever since. It's been absolutely wonderful. I, and I'm not being fluffy. It really has been. You're making me think I should consider going to WordCamp Phoenix next time around. A hundred percent. I'm just. Oh, too. <laughs> so, such a long schedule already. I know, I know. <laughs> so, and how, and, and, and how was it that you were um, on the radar to be invited to be on the org team? You know, um, I mean, that's a little bit, there's a little bit more backstory to that, but I, uh, in 2010, co-founded a WordPress agency with my ex-partner. We, it was called Mode Effect. It actually still exists today. Yeah. And um, it was born out of, again, pain and a problem of during the housing crisis. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people were losing their day jobs and I was a full-time stay-at-home mom. And my ex-partner did websites on the side and lost his day job. And we were like, what do we do? So we decided to just take this side gig that was pulling in, I mean, a decent amount of money per year for us. And so we're like, let's just take it full throttle and see what happened. Yeah. So we did. That's why I joke that I was an accidental entrepreneur. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. that, yeah, that started a whole um, journey of self-discovery and my first, um, I first came on and helped him, obviously, just a lot of admin. I, I, I never was actually like 
building in WordPress, but, you know, just a user, you know, just yep. using it and things like that. But of course, any business needs all sorts of management and help. So did all of that. Uh, finally went to my first WordCamp in 2012 and just fell in love. It was WordCamp San Diego. Yep. I was blown away. I mean, completely floored. I had been part of communities my entire life, you know, whether it was school or church. That was pretty much it at the time. But I could not believe out of all the communities I've been a part of, this was the first time I ever felt truly wanted, accepted, and appreciated for no reason other than existing. Mm. And I just could not believe it. I was absolutely floored. And this gets a little philosophical, but especially coming from a place where you're supposed to be a very kind community, yeah. but in actuality turned into a very much like a peacock community, which could be said for some WordPress today, <laughs> but at sure. the time, sure. it's 2012. It was just so grassroots and so special. And yeah. so because of that, I went back home and then started getting real involved with the local community and noticed over the next couple of years that I was actually more involved with the community at large, whether it was uh, throughout the U.S. or the world. And then really finally started to like pour into Phoenix as my actual local community. And once I did that, I got the attention, you know, the yeah. organizers and they saw what I didn't fully see in me yet. And that's how that started. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Yeah. So I I have a similar story in, in that regard, but the only difference is I had to organize my first WordCamp to experience a WordCamp, which is a weird experience in and of itself. I knew what it was. Well, we knew what, 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 yeah. what it was. And then we started organizing the very first version of WordCamp Netherlands, which is 2009. We had no idea what it was going to look like. This is us taking a stab at what it probably should be. I have no idea. But the yeah. warm and welcoming feeling was exactly the same uh, same experience for me as well. Yeah. Wow. So you uh, started alongside with your partner, uh, learning the, the, the world of WordPress and then starting contributing. What was the moment you went like this? Maybe you already gave the answer, but what was the moment you went like this? This is really where I want to spend my future. Is that is that, is that the the actual uh, San Diego work camp already, or did that start later? Now it was later. Uh, that moment was just pivotal because I was just blown away, like I said. But it was gradual. In at the time, I was still very much mom, you know, and still my kids were very little at the time. Mm -hmm. And so I was doing a lot for them, but then at the same time, growing and being an entrepreneur and learning and then seeing this thing, WordPress in the community and just WordPress that I was attracted to. So there's just strong attraction. Yeah. So as I just was going to events and things like that, I just started to take inventory of what I could do and what I couldn't do. And for me, I feel like the moment was when I postponed finishing my degree. So I remember saying that when the, the organizers approached me because uh, first time of high school, I went straight to a ginormous, one of the biggest universities in the entire United States and um, really, really loved the time there, did really well, but I was 19 and kind of young and dumb and got married and got distracted. Yeah. So I didn't finish school. And so when we, my kids at this time were all in grade school and started this business. So now I had time to go back to school. So I did, I went back to school Finished the first part, like the associates, but then was going to go on for my bachelor's and had told the organizers, I, you know, that was one of the reasons why I couldn't, they needed to finish school. Yeah. So it was still finishing. And then that pain I told you about when we didn't have a WordCamp 2015 uh, for Phoenix and here I am just in love all over the place. I was the first time I went to WordCamp Europe, which was in Sevilla. Yep. That's the first time. No, I met you. I already knew you from, from Tresonomics. Yeah. First time I met you in your turf. Yeah. 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 And, I remember. Yeah. I remember yeah. having us dinner, us having dinner as well. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, we were hanging out a few times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we, so I, I just had to have a WordCamp Phoenix, and I did not think I wasn't going to finish school, but I just did not go back that fall. Well, I got the associates, and I didn't go back that following semester because the idea was to go back to Arizona State, which is where I was. Yep. And here I am, twenty twenty three, and still have not done. <laughs> <laughs> because WordPress completely took my world. Like I just, I mean, even my job now requires a bachelor's degree, but because I have the network and the experience, I have the job. So I, I still want to go back, 
finish just because I like to finish what I start. Yeah. But, you know, but that it, that was definitely the moment, I think, when I set that aside and said, I want to do this instead. Yeah. So uh, you, you briefly mentioned uh, in the job that you do now. Um, so what is it you do now in the community? Because um, you say ex-partner, so I'm, I'm guessing it's no longer in uh, um, mode effect. Yeah. Yes, correct. <laughs> yeah, no. And um, let's see, the very beginning, 2018, well, I guess it was prior to that, I really started to understand what I loved. And I started to get approached by WordPress companies mm -hmm. to say, hey, maybe you might want to come work for us. And I was like, wait, what? No, I, this is what I do. I do mode effect. And, and then, but then I, I got the seed was planted. I was accepted. I like to joke. Um, yeah. And I just started to think about like, wait, I could do what I love a hundred percent of the time. And, you know, it's not that I didn't love what I built uh, with my ex-partner, which was mode effect, but I didn't love what I did. You know, I did a lot of like admin, a lot of yeah. like COO, like just a lot of CFO. And I just was just, it's just not what I love. You know, I always joke that like, you know, I might be excellent at cleaning toilets and doing the dishes, but I don't love that. I don't want to keep doing that. Not that finances and operations are comparable to cleaning toilets. Well, <laughs> I did not love that at no. all. And no, I get that. I get, I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So then I, you know, we, my partner at the time and I just talked about it and we just kind of thought, you know, the timing was right. Like that if something came up, I would then move on to do that and not be part of the, the business anymore. And things aligned, a new partner came in and bought me out uh, at the time. Um, and just push me down to a little little tiny owner role and yeah. and then i got uh, hired with elegant themes after a few other like uh talking to a few other wordpress companies yeah and at first i was hired i was their event coordinator they really wanted someone to plan events they wanted someone to like basically plan uh wordcamp but for divi yeah for divi users and that was 2019 yeah so the following year with the pandemic and so that never happened but yeah. as of that my role very much transitions to community manager okay. so and we all know what community managers do a lot of them actually are a little bit different per company but that is now what i do for elegant themes i'm the community manager doing what i love taking care of the community that surrounds the product of divi it, for it, the time. it is very very fitting if i may say so for your uh, your qualities, I, yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, we've known each other a, a bit longer than uh, yeah, um, you know, um, briefly having met at some word camps. We've spoken, we've we've had dinners and stuff like that. But knowing you and knowing what a community manager does at a at a WordPress WordPress uh, a company uh, such as Elegant Themes, um, I think that's a perfect match. So, what? A, what I'm curious about, though, are some of the details, because I, as you know, there's a wide variety of what a community manager may do. Um, and part of this podcast is, is, is me having the opportunity to talk to all different kinds of people in the community. And I, I, I like to show as many different roles as, they are, as there possibly are. Yours is a very interesting one because it, it touches it. And it's a great example of how you can be connected to the community, but you know you don't have to write code or you don't have to yeah. uh, be uh, you know knee deep into understanding how the inner workings of WordPress uh, intertwine with each other and how you can produce this and this and that. Can you can you share a little bit more about um, what 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 community manager means? Um, I, I can imagine you're um, possibly connecting to different social channels and stuff like that. Is is that the line mm -hmm. of thought or please enlighten me? <laughs> you know, yeah, no, it goes, for me, it goes deep. It goes really deep. Of course, there are definitely touch points, uh, social media and, you know, Slack and all sorts of platforms, especially because most of it is virtual, yep. you know, and of course, touch points could be a WordCamp, could be another conference where you're meeting with the community and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and and I'm sure throughout the rest of our conversation, this will be heavily laced of the depth of where it is for me. And that is basically my why, like why I exist, or at least, I mean, I didn't put myself here on this earth, but here I am. Yeah. And there's a reason why, I mean, I have a why and and I'm going to live it out every day. And 
for me, I get to do that with my role. Absolutely. So yeah, I don't code and I, you know, am a moderate implementer, I think, you know, and definitely user, but you know, I, I, it's not about that for me. Like we, there Mm -hmm. are many platforms. We all know the climate right now of our competition and where WordPress is today, but like, but we are humans at the end of the day and humans need connection. And I love being a connector. I absolutely love it. And I take that with me everywhere I go. So uh, for instance, Elegant Themes, we have a Meetup Pro community, just like WordPress does. And we have meetups all over the world. And I coach them, I guide them on how to build community. You know, and it goes deep. I say a lot of, I think, offensive words that I don't think are offensive, but I think they are offending, if that makes sense. I I say, you know, like, the words like you know if somebody feels warm welcome then they're going to come back yeah if somebody feels loved then they're going to bring back you know like that's a good it's that's a good one so yeah so it, it's just it, that really is what it is for me like everywhere i go i mean i i'm a remote worker but i i um, am in the co-working space because i love people i love connecting i just have my absolute why in life is that everywhere I go, wherever my feet are, I will build community. Meaning, I will, I will make connections. I will smile at somebody. I will leave the space I was just in better than how I entered it. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's kind of a big picture answer to your question. And I'm sure it, 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 it is. It, it, it brings in a lot of uh, philosophical uh, standpoints as well. But I like that. That's that's you know that's you. So yeah. Yeah. What what I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head, my head around what you just what you just um, in passing just to sort of mentioned that uh, you organize or or help guide organize uh, meetups revolving mm-hmm. around Divi, mm-hmm. meaning there's people that work with Divi that gather just like a WordPress meetup. I'm 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 assuming. Uh, yeah. Gather around, do presentations, talk about, um, connect, uh, all of that in the pretext of learning more about Diffie. Is is huh? is it as literal as that? That's a hundred percent with it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I, I don't work with Diffie, um, but yeah. I'm I'm fascinated to learn that is as big I, I know it's big, but it's this big in terms of having that sort of um yeah. Reach. Yeah, reach and 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 in turn having that sort of effect on smaller communities. That's that's pretty wild. Sure. Yeah. So the there's a lot of, I'm actually glad. So uh, there's a lot I identify with and um, share values with when it comes to Elegant Things as a company. Um, one, they're local, you know, so they're stateside based. And yep. I am, you know, you know, always wherever I am, I want to support local, no matter where I am in the world. And they are bootstrapped. That's one of my personal faves, you know. Um, and actually, they were the first to the world. I mean, we we are the ones who shook things up in WordPress. I mean, we are the ones to make to make Matt, you know, like I, much respect for him. Not, I, I really like Matt, but like, you know, kind of get a little like, what's going on here with this like page builder that's like causing you know a disruption to WordPress? And yep. we're the first on the market. In fact, today we're the biggest premium page builder in the entire world. Like, we're just we don't have a premium option, and there's the big difference there. But, you know, our biggest competitor definitely is Elementor. And yeah. once Elementor hit the market, like they very much, they, they know the CEO and at Elegant Themes and they very much said, we're here to copy exactly what you guys do and, but do it better. And of course, money, more money always gives you more opportunities. How did, how did Nick respond to that? Cause that's an interesting one. Yeah. And uh, for those listening, yeah. Nick, Nick is the, uh, is the CEO of Elegant Themes. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I. That's an interesting thing to learn and then having to react to because I'm I'm assuming there's a reaction part as well. Yeah, it was actually I'm pretty sure at WordCamp US, uh, maybe 20 early iteration. It might have been a 20, like a Philly or a Nashville. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Actual US, not San Francisco. Okay. Um, so, and it was before they were big, uh, you know, and and yeah, he was definitely like, okay, you know, you know, like, you know, how anyone might react to that. Like someone could come right up to you and say, Hey, I'm going to take what you do and do it better, you know? Yeah. Um, but you know, they, it, it causes competition and competition at the end of the day is 
good. It's you know, good. It drives innovation. A hundred percent. I mean, of course, there's definitely some headache and heartache that comes with it at times. Sure. But, you know, so his response, I would think, would be like any other red-blooded male who created something, you know, <laughs> like not the biggest fan of it. But at the same time, okay, I hear you. I see you. You know, so from there, you know, it, it, it costs a lot of good things. Like, like, again, we don't we don't fundraise. You know, so we do things a little bit different. We're yeah. we're also slow and steady. Um, like we're not, you know, like trying to like just come out of the door with guns blazing, bells and whistles. But we got things brewing right now that are going to be pretty game changing for sure. But anyway, all that to say is, so there's definitely this sub community yeah. of WordPress that is divvy. And yeah, I mean, there is some like. Just when I got there, I was like, what is this? I was like, you know, like, I did not know. Like, there are people who are gung-ho, like, Divi. Like, they, I mean, I would imagine some have Divi tattooed on their body. Like, some have WordPress tattooed on their body. I know a few, actually. Yeah. Shout out to Dre. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of, too. Dre. Yeah. Yeah. Dre and Hugo. I don't know if I answered the question fully. Hugo also. Hugo Beta also has a... WordPress tattoo, but I'm, and I'm sure there's more. Uh, probably Andrew Norcross yeah, as well. That's true. He he like he gets tattoos, like he gets coffee. And yes, yes. Love love the guy. Uh, but yeah, so yes. the the that um that is a huge community. That's way larger than most people think. So, um, I'm 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 pretty much in the core of the WordPress community, right? So, um, having being one of the uh, one of the co-founders of uh, WordCamp Netherlands, WordCamp Europe, um, quite active on the Dutch side of things in terms of translations early on and um, and forum and everything like that. So you get to meet a lot of people, and okay. for for the for the vast majority, those people are mostly like-minded, right? That's kind of how it works. So there's a lot of plugin developers, there's a lot of agency owners and stuff like that, and in learning those people and the people they know, and then as the community sort of grows. It's very easy to forget there's other versions of the community as well. Right. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a long monologue here, but uh, bear with me. <laughs> so one of the things that I've learned over the last year, year and a half, as I was sort of for myself, just kind of figuring out what direction I wanted to, to go, because the last 16 years are not going to be the same as the next 16 years is kind of my thinking. Um, I discovered there's huge communities way outside of my purview. Like you're mentioning Divi. I, I was aware of that, but I did not know how large that was. And you're even even making it larger with what you just yeah. explained. Um, you have the same thing happening with Elementor, obviously. Uh, and what I also discovered is that on mediums where I'm not very active, that doesn't mean there's not a very huge, large, active WordPress-related community. I think YouTube for me is is one of the like most eye-opening things in terms of if you obviously I knew there were WordPress tutorials on YouTube because I've I've, right. I've watched them I've used them of course but to know that there's that there's folks that have close to 350,000 subscribes subscribers just because they're talking about Diffy Elementor uh, all these uh, products that I don't personally use right is, is mind-blowing to, to really dive into and understand. So to, to wrap it up, um, uh, one of those people is uh, Ferdi Korpershoek, which is also a Dutch person. Um, he'll be speaking at WordCamp Netherlands, and as I'm helping him, because uh, it'll be his first talk at a WordCamp, you get to know uh -huh. the person, and you get to know the communities that they work with and how large and interactive that is. And I'm like, whoa, it's fascinating to learn which is which is why I'm very curious about your story, right? You you service those communities that most of us just don't see. What is right. your yeah? What what, what is your? Because you are in both, I would say. You are quite known inside the the the, the core community for as for as much as that is a thing, uh, as well as those in the parameters around it. How how is that for you? Well, I mean, it definitely makes your world bigger. It makes your awareness of your space and by you i mean us individually me yep. everyone smaller so you know like like we think we're kind of a big deal in wordpress you know like and i like i also do i do side work with uh matt madeira 
me a few minutes. Yeah. And love Matt dearly. Yeah. He's definitely an OG in WordPress. And um and he he really puts a good perspective of like how big WordPress actually is. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, we're not that big compared to other communities, you know, or or tech, you know, sure. like, you know, like closed software and all that. And so it really kind of gives me more of a like I like, you know, you you're in your village and you're a big deal. You've got the most cattle. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden you venture outside of your village and you're in this bigger, not so villagey, but maybe a little bit more advanced. Holy cow, like, this person has ten times more cows than I do. <laughs> and and sorry, I had to throw people. in the holy cow there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I mean it's it, it's been a lot of that, I would say. I mean, honestly, like I said earlier, like when I got exposed to Ellie, I literally got hired with elegant beans. And then understood how big this community was, this yeah. subcommunity, and how gung ho people were, and I was like, "What?" Yeah. And there's definitely a crossover. So there's, I would say, like like me, I'm a crossover. I'm in both. You yeah. know, there's there's others I know of that are huge. Um, Andrew Palmer, uh, a lot of people know uh, yep. Bertha AI. He was one of the founding Divi. I you know I, I called him like yeah. you know, who was just a hardcore Divi user, and he's still when he uses page builders. I know like. He dabbles, but I know he still says like Divi is his preferred. So I mean, there's there's some crossover, but like yeah, you just basically get exposed to how little we actually are and how much bigger the space actually is. And I mean, and which actually is a kudos to WordPress, and I still very much believe in the project. But like that's what it causes, you know. It just mm-hmm. we have our community, our space, our contribution to the project. But then there's these sub communities that are yeah. coming out of it, and that's really cool. And unknown somewhat you know yeah yeah it is it, it, unless you so like i mentioned i i i intentionally started looking at other locations where wordpress communities could be uh over the over the end of uh 2022 and as you do you discover that there is way more than you were actually aware of and like not a little bit way more like hell of a way more like whoa yeah um yeah YouTube in particular always kind of throws me off because there's people who are just, like you said, huge. You have no idea who they are. Yeah. Like, and, and a lot of them aren't even involved with the WordPress community, the core community. Correct. You know, and you're like, and they're not even necessarily involved with their, their local. Because there's a lot of us who are not involved with the core. And by core, I mean that more in a global space. Yeah. You know, but some of us are very involved with our local. You know, there, and I mean, I could think of like, one one woman here in Phoenix who I consider like a mentor in my life. Her name's Carol Stamba. All amazing. This woman is ridiculous. She's amazing, and she is not known in the global space, and yeah. she should be. Yeah, but, yeah. but it goes like that. You know what I mean? There's yeah. so many people who are doing amazing things, and they're just not as known in the core space. But that doesn't make them not relevant. You know, and yet we oh, try to give them the time of day. So. I I agree, and but it, it's it's hard yeah. to get to know somebody that you're not sure. aware of that they're existing yeah, or what they're totally. doing, uh, unless you yeah. also happen to start using that product. It's it's my it's it, is it a, is it a catch twenty two? Is 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 there a way I, around it? I mean, uh, yeah, I guess it's kind of both. You know, it's like well, and even that, like I might see somebody on YouTube and think like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, they're not even around. I wish I knew them, but it's like, there's no way for me to get to know them, mm-hmm. you know, unless they come around or I necessarily come around to their area. But again, yeah. if they're not coming out of their house, then we'll never, nobody ever will, you know. Are, are, are you also connecting with them, um, those types of influencers and stuff? Is that also part of your job? Like the, 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 yeah, the yeah. guy I just mentioned, Fadi Koppershoek, uh, I know he's been using Divi a lot um or has been at least i wonder if he's the one i know of um i haven't been able to as much because i'm pretty pretty slammed with what i do Mm -hmm. i these are the things i want to do more of actually i want to do more of connecting with more of the influencers um we had all sorts of plans i'm sure you know how it is you know um there's only one me i am the one and only community period person at things events community anything regarding that I, I, it is me. It is Raquel. And so there's only like so much I can do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and Time no is fine. Like, yeah. Like, so, but that is very much on my, my docket of that. And actually, I'll be at work at Netherlands. So you, you will be. I'll oh, nice. Nice. Well, yeah. you will yeah, meet my, him. My friend Remkit convinced me. Oh, he's a good convincer then. <laughs> yes. So, if if you look at the, um, the community that is under your wings, if I may call it that, um, would you say that there's even 
does that even split up into smaller sub-communities? Is that, or is it everybody joins for the love of uh, Divi and, and it's all one sort of community? Or, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to figure out if there's a, even a, does it even narrow down more into certain certain things? Are there plugin developers just doing Divi stuff? Are there, I don't know. How does that work? Yes. Yes, actually. Um, there's uh, Elegant Themes Marketplace, which is actually that's all it is. There's uh, uh, Divi plugins that are meant to, like, you know. Fascinating. Like being, yeah, partnership with your Divi installation. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot. Uh, there, and that's all they do, and they're actually pretty. I would say Divi royalty when it comes to users. Yeah, they know them and love them, and uh, there's a little bit of, um, I would say, a for like, like just a, a a DIY sort of little community too, where yeah. they discover Divi in the same way someone might discover Wix or Squarespace. Sure, yeah. So they don't even actually know about WordPress but they find out about Divi and they just do no. what they're supposed to be. They just do what they're told. Yeah. And they just and happen they are, to know that they need to do Divi inside of WordPress, but whatever. <laughs> but they don't even actually know that it's inside of WordPress. Like, in fact, like the, the Divi Facebook group is like 75 K people. And there's definitely so many, sometimes someone will come in there and the, the question is absolutely WordPress related and not Divi related. And then yeah. you're also like, I don't know if they know what WordPress is. Yeah. Interesting. But yet they, they're here. Having a Divi site and trying to figure out. Yeah. So there's a little bit of that. But otherwise, I would say it's mostly just sub community of WordPress. Some people are in both. And that, if anything, the bigger community that has spun from it is definitely plugin developers that yeah. make products just to enhance your Divi experience. Yeah. I, I have this assumption that there's, um, all walks of life in terms of WordPress development stuff, like building sites, all walks of life are inside of your community, meaning from yeah. uh, somebody who can figure out how to set up a site in Divi, in a, uh, like probably low level kind of just figuring stuff yeah. out, knows enough to be dangerous sort of, sort of level, all the way up to agencies just ramming out dozens of sites per month. Is like, is that the... Yeah, no, very much. Uh, there are definitely freelancers and agencies who are just, just boom, 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 churning out yeah. Divi sites like crazy. I mean, and there's like now, you know how you know how page builder world is. It's like yeah. you know a lot of the the layouts are what's like super super popular. I mean, I can't, I don't even have the number on how many layouts. I mean, we we our design team. That's what they do. Is boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I mean, now there's so many different types. Like there's like a bushcraft layout you know like yeah yeah, yeah pretty yeah. esoteric you know of what you so that that's with that, that has always been the strong suit of elegant themes right the the, the, the design um before yeah. they had diffy they also ha they always had themes right. that had uh yeah. um, a modern um uh very um contemporary design like it, it you know it, you'd look at that and go like oh that looks good I, I i can see this person's site that I need to build, I can see it in a, having to have that design. Um, yeah. and, I, and I'll, I'll be honest, yeah. I, I used to work with the Genesis framework mostly. I have, I don't, I won't say copy, but been heavily inspired by certain elegant <laughs> theme uh, designs the over the years. Because, you know, yeah. um, I would build them from scratch anyway, but, you know, here's a, here's a, here's a right. nice looking one. Is that, yeah, that's always been, go ahead. Now I was going to say, is, is, is that still, because uh, obviously the design part is still very heavy inside of Divi. Uh, it, does, does, is there a lot happening outside of Divi within Elegant Themes? No, it's just Divi now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, in fact, we've been waiting, but um, see, they would, before I even got on their desire was to rebrand to Divi and, and drop Elegant Themes, but they yeah. couldn't get Divi.com, and we actually just got it. Ah. We just got Divi.com. Do we have a um, scoop here? And <laughs> I, I don't know what, if the transition is going to happen. I, I, I just know that we actually got it. Um, it was funny, too, because what prompted it was, if you, I know you have daughters and a wife, and, yeah. um, but I know you personally do not partake of makeup, at least last I checked. Correct. But, um, like makeup stores, yeah. there's this new brand called Divi. It's D-I-V-I. -I. It's called Divi. 
I had, I literally was at an Ulta. I don't know if you know what an Ulta is. And no. I just see this like end cap display of di- of this Divi product. It's for hair. It's like for hair regrowth and like hair conditioning. And interesting. And I was like, Ooh. and I and I like trademark trademark. Yeah, and I was like, guys, I guys like was like the beauty industry is trying to front. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. And actually, Nick Nick chimed in. He's like, that's actually what got us to fight for Divi dot com. Yeah, they saw that. But like again, pain. Pain is what usually makes us make decisions. Yeah, yeah, it will. It and will. We, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see what if we actually do rebrand. But um, but that is what we do exclusively. It, it would it would be one of my long awaited uh rebrands. I've long yeah. waited for why is why isn't elegant themes doing to something like Divi theme.com, whatever. I don't care, but just something more yeah. along the lines of Diffy. Just as I'm and this is probably never gonna happen, but uh I still hope that WordPress.com will rebrand as jetpack.blog just because I think it makes more sense, but that, that may be me. Um, That's so funny. Well, that's too good. I, you know, um, for anyone longer active in the WordPress community, especially in the, in the, on the, on the inside where we know the difference between .org and .com, um, you know that that line is very ambiguous. Um, it's probably there for some reason, not being very clear. So, um, switching to jetblock, jetpack.blog, that w- makes perfect sense in my head just to have a full separation on what is WordPress and what is Jetpack. But that's a, that's a sidetrack. Um, that's funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, maybe, maybe not to some of the listeners, but if you, if you don't like it, please let me know. Please let me know. Um, I mean, it's funny. Even if even if it shouldn't happen, it's still funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna check right now if Jetpack.blog actually re- redirects to. Uh, this is me typing into my browser. That is so funny. <laughs> well, it doesn't seem to resolve. So the connection is not secure. So no, probably not. Mm. Ooh, it does, mm. but it does. It, it goes to Jetpack.com/slash/slash/blog, so it goes to the blog of Jetpack. Mm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It, it, I can see this happening still. <laughs> Your dream is still alive. My dream is still alive. So for a, for a long-time WordCamp organizer, um, you've been also to many WordCamps. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things I always find fascinating is the differences between uh, a, a community in location X and community in location Y. Um, Obviously, there's a difference. I mean, obviously, from my perspective, I've been to WordCamp US, uh, I've been to WordCamp Europe. There's a difference in that. But do you see a difference in how WordCamps in the US are versus the sort of interaction that you can gather? Is that, do you even see Diffy crowds at WordCamps? Let me, let me start with that one. Yes. So actually, my very first sort of experience with Divi users was at WordCamp Orange County 2017. Yeah. It was literally the weekend before WordCamp Europe in Paris that year. And we, I did like a back-to-back like sandwich of WordCamps. And You're brave. So, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I love that. But anyway, we, I'm there. And there is just this crowd of a bunch of people herding together in purple shirts. Uh-huh. Just like the entire time. And I'm like, I, what is going on? Finally, I like asked my good friend Brandon Bell. I was like, what are these people in the purple shirts? And he's like, oh, those are Divi. I was like, what? I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Mode Effect, in Mode Effect, we were always a team Beaver Builder, which yeah. actually, inside Scoop, uh, Beaver Builder and Divi, are, we're all really good friends. Like the CEO, nice. like at all the C levels, and, and like Robbie, Billy, Justin, like really good friends. Like, yeah. We're always really good. Back when I got hired with Elegant Beans, I li- immediately me- messaged them. I was like, guys, are we still good friends? <laughs> still love you. But anyway, yeah. anyway. But they, we were always team Beaver Builder, so I didn't even know what Divi was. Um, but yeah, so going to that WordCamp, so what would happen was Divi would choose a WordCamp throughout the, they would choose a local and then US, yeah. and then have basically like a Divi meetup meet yeah. at, yeah, at yeah. The, the WordCamp. But and, no, to answer the more broader question, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a difference for sure. Like, for instance, like WordCamp Phoenix, we, our team just coincidentally has several people who know actually how to run a conference yeah. regardless of work camp so our conferences have always been 
and, and I'm going to brag, but I'm also, I'm not one to brag unless it's true. Mm -hmm. if that makes, that That's the way cool. it should be. And yeah. And we put on an amazing show. Like we just kill it. We just kill it. Like just it's everything. Everything is thought out. Everything. I just love it. And partly it's because we have an amazing team. Mm -hmm. um, but then you go to some camps, like for instance, we're Camp Orange County, always one of my most favorite camps. So it's, it's not big. It's maybe 200, 250 people. But it's like so sweet and so just full of the feels and friends. Yep. And it, they, I love the way they run an efficient, simple camp. It's just amazing. And then you might go to another camp that like you could tell they phoned it in. <laughs> so like, you know, like, like there's just like, here we are handwritten signs yeah you know and it, it's not necessarily bad you know but like it's just different more of a um, more of a grassroots approach yeah 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 i definitely noticed too like i mean like let's let's compare where camp us where camp europe like i think organize or organizing and i i've been on the word camp us organizing team for three years mm -hmm. um and i have volunteered at work camp europe i know you've been an organizer for years Yep. And or organizing wise, it's similar, I would say. Um, but I don't know what it is, and maybe it's other people compared to Americans. But just there's just this like passion that we're getting here of the, the <laughs> attendees, is. yeah, of the attendees, like and the and the after party blows any other after parties out of the water. Like I've, I mean, this past one, I know there was it was a little on the like, okay, we only get one option here, you know, but yeah. like. Of course, yeah. that option is one that Raquel usually likes, but like, <laughs> I do like to talk to people too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't just only love to dance on the table for everybody. I was yeah. a little incriminating right now that I just said that. But, <laughs> but, yeah. but like, it's still like, it, it's, they both have their place for me. So they are, a lot of camps are pretty different. And actually, Netherlands will be my first local Europe camp. Oh, interesting. I'd, interesting. It'll be my first one. It's, so uh, I'm curious how it's going to be. Yeah, so, um, you know, Dutch people, what can I say? Um, <laughs> okay, let me, before you say, can I just say that maybe my thoughts are? Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, yeah, please do. Half indigenous, half Latina American thinks of Dutch as pretty, pretty cool, calm, collected, and like yeah. Joe and Jane cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's, yeah. I, I think it's pretty accurate. Um, um, <laughs> in, in terms of vibe, um, I think it's very European, obviously. Um, but I think I, th I also think it's the the, the European version of um, it, it's easy to connect, as as it is easy to just do it on your own entirely. And both are fine. Um, I know in there's there's also European countries where the um, um, you are pulled in, and that's pretty much the only mode that's possible. Um, Really? Well, I mean, not not as black and white, but in terms of, so okay. Dutch people can be reserved, right? Can just yeah. kind of keep to themselves, and that's fine. And you'll see that, uh, but you'll also see the very large groups of people interacting and then stuff like that. So I think it's more of a mix in in, in that regard. Um, and we sure do like our after parties, yeah. Um, I think we have an in between party Yay. this time. Um, and oh, that's right. So, but but. But yeah, that, so I, I'm I'm aware there's differences, right? So I've been to work camps in Helsinki, Oslo, uh, Bucharesti, uh, Sevilla, uh, you know, uh, Germany. I've, I've been all over the map, and there is always a difference between the various communities. And I'm, and I, I know the U.S. is supposed to be one country, but obviously it's um, oh my god, so yeah, it's quite uh, a different beast if we're really being honest. And, and, you know, my question was more like, is that noticeable from area to area or is that, I don't know, I would imagine something in the South would happen differently than in California versus New York. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. So I've been to work camps all over the U.S. for sure. So Seattle, Miami, yep. Minneapolis, the Midwest, everything on the coast of California, yeah, Southwest region of the U.S. And absolutely. No, absolutely. So, it, so the mid Midwest is hilarious. That Minneapolis, it's exactly what you would imagine. Yeah. For if you know the Midwest of the US, I've, yeah, I've like, been there. Like I saw. I, yeah. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I knew that. But I, I, a guy was there wearing, you know, the whole like, 
keep Austin weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like that's like a whole thing. Keep Austin weird. So that some guy had a shirt that said, keep St. Paul boring. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly like, and it's one of those where like the after party, I don't even remember what exactly it was. I think we like all were at a restaurant just hanging. And then at that point it was like, okay guys, what are we doing? Where are we going? We yeah, all yeah. show up for like a half hour and then we leave, you know? Yeah, and that's not to knock it. It's just, that's just the cultural difference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that, that, that's my curiosity. Yeah. That's hence my, my, my question. I'm, I'm, I'm curious if you can identify different things because as, as you, as you're alluding to having seen different work camps all over the U S as well as being in work at yeah. work camp Europe in different countries. You, I would imagine, have a have a have a pretty good idea of what differences are. Um, it's always fascinating to learn of these. Would you say that the Diffie uh, community is a particular way, or is it as whatever where we are? A particular way. Well, how, how, for instance, there's a difference between WorkCamp Europe and WorkCamp US. Um, that's a different vibe. Does okay. the does the Diffie crowd have a particular vibe that you would identify no matter where you are? I'm just kind of curious how a community like that works, yeah. and 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 if if at all you you encounter such. Yeah, I mean, I will say that, like for instance, culturally it's going to be different. This no matter what, right? Like yeah, sure. For WordPress users in general who are in Asia, which Asia in itself is super diverse, versus Africa. Versus yeah. Europe versus US versus or Europe, um, North America versus South America. They're going to be, they're all going to have their flair of their culture. Yeah. Right. Uh, but Divi in particular, I will say there's something identifiable. Uh, Divi users are hardcore. They're like, what is hardcore? I choose Divi. <laughs> like, so, like, like, meaning like the fact that they choose their product um, and they choose it with intention. So, right. At this point, Elementor is the biggest because, you know, they've got the freemium which makes i mean makes sense so because of that any anybody who is a divi user in any especially not in america's um but if you're in other parts of the world if you're a divi user you are like like hardcore you're like like i'm a divi user like like i would imagine like a football fan and i mean that in the you know not american football like okay like proper football, football not egghand yes pro proper football yes again yes i remember you always say that but um you know, they're <laughs> hardcore. They're like, they mean business. They are like pro, they're the biggest fans. They're like, yeah. this is my team and I'm sticking with my team no yeah. matter what. Yeah. And I, I would say that's identifiable of a Divi user across the globe is cool. because we are no longer number one that we now have a chip on our shoulder. Yep. Most of the time it's never like bad. Like Divi users are not like arrogant, I would say, but they are very much like, this is my product. This is what I choose and I love it. So that yeah. I think. Yeah. Something identifiable. Is, isn't it fun how you can, because the reason I'm asking is I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get a feel of it, right? I'm not in that community. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get a feel of what that is like. And I, I, as you described it, I'm like, this is fun that to have, that to have these differences in, in a, yeah. a, a group uh, is, is fascinating. Obviously it, 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 go, it goes back to human nature. We're all different and we all have yeah. different roles and groups and all that. And it makes sense. But for the WordPress community to exist of so many different poles of community, I think that's fascinating. I, and I, 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 I love seeing it, uh, interacting with it when I can. Uh, and it's just this thing that is, uh, yeah, the, the more you deep dive into it, the more fascinating it becomes, uh, in my mind. Okay. Absolutely. I feel honestly like a little bit privileged. I, I never imagined. I would be working for Elegant Fiend. Mm -hmm. They found me at WordCamp Phoenix 2019 because I had led that iteration and yep. 10 year anniversary and it was incredible. And they're like, you're what we're looking for. And I'm like, who are you? You know, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> please and, identify and yourself. Then, yeah. And then when I like got in, I mean, honestly, I went in thinking like, what is this? You know? And like, and, and once I was like accepted and was introduced, I was like, what is going on? Again, it's like the whole, we talked about, it's like, seeing areas of WordPress you didn't even know existed yeah. and made WordPress bigger and made you smaller, yeah. you know? So it's like, but then you, you gain knowledge and knowledge is not just power, but knowledge is empowering, you yeah. know, like, like yeah. you, you get, you, and, and if you have love, oh, I'm going to say it, you know, then it, it actually can be used in a really good way mm -hmm. as opposed to you just want to conquer the world. 
you know, then yeah. maybe that's not the best that you know everything. I, I, I agree. I agree. There's, there's, there's this whole extra layer inside the community. Um, I forget who I was talking to this week, but somebody said something along the lines of, uh, I didn't know how good a community could be on, on, until I stepped into the WordPress community. They came from Joomla. And I go like, that's, that's an interesting way to, cause Joomla is not a bad community. It's, it's not, it's, there's, you know, possibly just as great. Um, but the experience of that person was I stepped into a community that was absolutely warm welcoming me versus just existing in that community and having good interactions. That's a difference, right? Um, to me, that's the WordPress community as well. Um, and it's just, I, did you keep, I keep hearing stories like this and it keeps being fascinating, like how a particular piece of software and the people creating it, and I mean that in the broadest sense of the word, happen to vibrate in a similar mode for you to connect to, allowing you to have these, I feel warm and welcome. I, I, that to me is the most fascinating thing. Every single time I'm deep diving with somebody into the the world of WordPress, it's. Uh, and I have to agree. You know, it's funny because it attracts that, right? Like, for instance, um, I've gone my whole life to WordPress of like feeling like I never was just automatically accepted in yeah. the communities and the places I was a part of. That I had to earn it. That I had to act a certain way. You know, think about like popularity in high school. That you just had to have that. Where. WordPress, the community, I feel like gives voice to, to some degree, gives voice to the voiceless, right? The yeah. ones who didn't have that before. So, you know, that to but, me is democratizing but, publishing as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. But, you know, to that point, too, there's been some who I think have been attracted to it in order to exploit it. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, the community has been really strong for uh, over a decade, you know, like, I mean, I mean, it would, I would say that, you know, the 2000s it, it was beginning stages, the grassroots, the founding, but then yeah. the teens, you know, really, really, especially the early teens. I feel like, and if you were around in the early teens and you're here still today, you're like, oh, you're one of the OGs, you know? Yep. Shout like, out. Shout out to yeah, the OGs. Yeah, totally. Totally. But like, because of that, it, it attracted people who maybe didn't have the best intentions, you know? Sure. And, 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 and I, I would say they were still welcome. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. if you get it and you, and you have that, the right heart, I, you know, I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't feel bad for saying things like that, but sometimes no, you shouldn't. I'm like, oh gosh, I'm going to lose somebody. Somebody's going to be like, shut up. She's, she's silly. She's, she's so mushy. But anyway, yes. <laughs> yes. But it's true. Cause if, if you have the right mindset, here we go. There's a word everybody loves. If you have the right mindset, then those people are still welcome. They're probably not going to last because yeah. they're not going to get exactly what they want if our community stays this way. And again, I still say people are welcome, but like, but if you're here and there's a reason why you're here, it's usually because we have that vibe. Mm -hmm. We have that vibration that we share. Yep. And if we keep doing that, then it's going to keep getting better. And then all those people are still welcome and maybe they'll get better. Yeah. That's my hope is that they'll be affected and maybe their intentions will change. Maybe they didn't even realize they had the intentions. Maybe their mind will be like, I came in for this, but actually this happened and I'm a changed person. No, yeah. so I, I don't know. That, that's my hope. That's a beautiful, uh, that's a beautiful hope. Um, I have on my WordPress profile page, I have one line that says I came for the software. I ended up with a family and that, that, that that's kind of what you're saying here. Yeah. 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 Um, no, totally. And, and I mean a family totally. of choosing, right? Not, not of, uh, of blood, which you bicker with and, and, and wrestle through youth to whatever, but the family of <laughs> belonging, uh, like I, yeah. I, I feel like I belong here. There's plenty of people that go to me and say like, you know, I, I don't understand how you're, um, so I started contributing back to WordPress early 2008, probably 2007 to 2008. And they go like, I don't understand how you're doing this for 15 years. Like, what are you getting out of it? And they're asking that question specifically because they don't think I'm getting enough out of it. Like, right? So what does it, yeah. what does it give back to me? And, I, I, I usually 
explain something along the lines of if I need to start explaining what I'm getting back to, uh, back from it, um, you know, uh, uh, buckle up, have a seat, and we'll be here for a few hours. Because it's more than I get better software or I get to know people. It's yeah, those those are some of the elements, but there's so much more. It's very multifaceted. It is. It is, and. What I find fascinating about um, what you do is that you happen to be able to facilitate that for a very specific community, which I would imagine being a very gratifying role. In so many ways, it very much is. I think for that, kind of the eye-opening moment was the end of 2020, yep. uh, you know, when the pandemic first began. and. I was crushed. I was crushed. I was going through an awful divorce, you know, and at the beginning, you know, so I'm like trapped in this house with somebody, you know, yep. one could imagine yep. filling the gap. Yep. And then had several transitions, you know, moving and having three teenagers to still guard their hearts through the transition. And my dream of, of creating this event for Divi was crushed. And mm -hmm. And everything went virtual. And on top of that, if anyone knows me, I know you know me. Fuck virtual. Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> you know, like, like, I, I, I have a bleep here somewhere. <laughs> Too late. But like, but again, for you know, as as the main supplement, yes, you yeah. and I, what we're doing right now, love it, love it. But yeah. like, but we went to an a hundred percent virtual world. I, I mean, I was crushed. I, my my psyche, everything inside of me was dying. Was dying. Oh, this is how to kill Raquel. You want to know how to kill Raquel? Like go to an all virtual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oasis, Doesn't work for me either. Player one. Yeah. I. I um, but then, go ahead. No, no, go. Please, please continue. I was, I was just gonna say to end that with the, at the end of the year, because I just knew I had to implement. I had to implement everything virtually. So I'm like, I'm teaching this entire. You know, at the time there was like 70 groups of how to move everything online, how to have an online meetup, how to still engage, how to still all this like. And then so many things happened that year that I didn't even realize, like, the effect of my gifting until mm -hmm. the end. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, and I'm sorry. I think this was, yes, yes, it was 2020. So they, at the end of the year, when I had, like, my end of the year review, I was, like, crying, like, because, like, I could not believe. I feel like that was the moment I realized like how per perfect i am for this sort of role yeah and what i do for communities is because my 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 manager was just blown away i was blown away i didn't it's like all these things compounded and i and i got because you know any community you know when it's successful is when they start doing stuff mm -hmm. you know like you yep. do what you do and if, if the community lasts because of you that's great that you know what's going to keep you but then when they spin-offs start happening and they're doing the things that you do and they're getting motivated they're getting inspired and they're that's the sign of you being successful yes and that's what happened and i was like what like this is virtual like i was so i was mad i and then here that happened and of course i still don't prefer virtual but like as a supplement totally fine but but that's what i knew i was like see this is what you were born for you're born to create connection amongst humans because the humans that feel connected are gonna go out and connect some more whether it's through their divvy meetup or whether it's walking down the street, or whether it's at a WordPress WordCamp, yep. you know, they're yep. going to keep doing it. Yep. I love it. It's a beautiful story. Um, I, I, I love it as well. Um, and, um, I get giddy. Hmm? I get giddy. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's, uh, I, I love that. About your story, about you, that's, that's a perfect, perfect example of, of, um, um, a, a part of the community that is mo probably not as visible uh, unless you start looking at it. Um, yeah. You are you are the glue, right, between the the software, the product, and the community um, in various ways. And I think that's I think I, I, I love your explanation, and 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 it's it's um, it's wonderful to actually see it radiate from you as you are explaining it. That, I think that's a great thing. So um, I'm very grateful for you appearing on the podcast and talking about this um, because I think it's a it's a it's a beautiful side of the Whippers community that uh, more people should be aware of. So uh, I want to thank you for this conversation and uh, yeah, I, th I I had a great time. Yay! 
me. No, thanks for having me, Ramkit. You know, I, I really think you mentioned earlier about feeling like, like I came for the software, but I gained a family, mm-hmm. something like that. Like, there's so much truth to that. It, it, what makes me relate to that is how much I feel like I have gained so many brothers in this community, and you are one of them. Well, Sisters, thank you. too. Thank you. There's definitely more men than women, but like, I uh, when I talk to people about Ramkit, I'm like, he's my Dutch brother. <laughs> Which is funny because Dutch Bros is a very popular coffee chain here in America. I'm not familiar well, with it. Actual Dutch Bros. So next time it, you would not like it. N- next time we're stateside, you you're you're, like go- you're going to yeah. have to take me, even though I drink I, don't drink coffee, but uh, need to. I, I I need to experience that. You do. All but right. Yeah, you're my actual Dutch Bros. Excellent. Thank you so much. You're welcome.